across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Alrighty, Rockstar Nation, listen up. I have the solutions if you are looking to build a massive, wonderful team that nets you a million bucks a year. Net, 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 not ECI, but net. I went to Omaha, Nebraska, and I hung out with Jeff Cohn and the Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group and filmed everything about how they sell 600 homes a year how Jeff nets over a million bucks consistently and doesn't go on listing appointments or buyer's appointments, doesn't even take calls from angry clients because nobody really knows Jeff. They know Omaha's elite real estate group. I mean, he's really got this figured out, right? We had to net a million dollars without being beholden to other people when he walks into the local mall and it's a cool way to conduct business and net a million bucks 600 homes a year five years ago they were doing 80. so we took this all this footage and we broke it down to 76 videos we made 73 quizzes to make sure you get it in your head and we included a bunch of downloads that him and his team use we got videos of their secret team meetings, of their admin meetings, of their uh, agent accountability meetings. We got videos of their agents prospecting to real life clients. Find out how you can build a team where everybody gets along with an incredible culture, where everybody is hired right from the beginning. Massive amounts of retention here. People stay. And how agents lead generate from day one for their entire life there i mean it's unlike any team i've ever seen and uh, you can get it now at rebusuniversity.com for the holidays we are offering 50 percent off and also because it's a brand new product so it's going to be a limited time we're going to offer 50 percent off so jump on over to rebusuniversity.com and check it out. I even put some free videos and free quizzes, like three of them. I just picked three random ones. So you could go on there and kind of test drive the car for free, so to speak. RebusUniversity.com. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great new guest today, Allison Van Wig. She's from Lakewood and Long Beach, California, and uh, she is turning a lot of heads there and doing some really neat stuff. And we're going to dig deep into how she is doing so well in real estate today. So, Allison, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks for having me today. So, why don't you give us a little bio, Allison, so we can get to know you better? Okay. Broker Associate, KW, Van Wigan Associates. I've got three buyer's agents, and I do let my buyer's agents list, but uh, my main job is to go get the listings and bring in the leads, and then I only take a buyer if it's referred to me. Otherwise, I'm giving them all the buyers because that's my job is to develop the leads. I'm the rainmaker. 28 years in the business, just started a team about two years ago. 
Before my team, I did about 65 to 70 deals alone by myself. Wow. And now we're at about 80 by myself and about 20 to 25 that the team brings in. Okay. Extra. So, so, we're so let's talk about, about that. 100 right so now. why'd you go 26 years as a solo agent and then two years ago decide to build a team? I mean, that's a, that's a long time you held out on the team thing. And I'm still not sure. You know, I like if every team member left right now, I'm not sure if I would <laughs> restart a team. Yeah. I know that sounds strange. It's like I, the, t- the buyer's agents that I have right now are very much like minded like me. And I know people say, oh, you can, but I feel that when you are very motivated, it's hard to work with people that are not motivated. And my biggest challenge when I did try to start the team was trying to find people that think and acted like me because of the fact that it just annoys me if I if I'm working five to six days a week and you're working 20 hours a week and then you're complaining you're not getting anything that is your problem yeah and it's like I want to see you make it but you have to show me that you're self-motivated to get there yeah yeah agree 100 percent. and I think all agents uh, across the the universe that are building teams have the same similar struggles. The people are out there. They're just hard to find. They're not probably your normal person, but they're out there. And yeah. you know, and my second was the, uh, I didn't want a team structure that was like where we lost our identity, that the customer felt like they were being shuffled from one person to another. Mm. And so there was no connection. I think some of the teams it's somebody does this, somebody else does this. They have a showing assistant. They do. So there's no connection to any team member. So when that client is done with a transaction, are they actually going to remember Van Wigan Associates and Allison or David? Or are right. they? I mean, you're not. It was, you're, nothing, yeah, because you're, it was the, nothing special to them. It was just like walking to the grocery store and five yeah. people were they, helping they them. Won't, so they, they, won't, they won't unless someone is calling them from Van Wagen Associate every quarter or, or is sending them stuff. I mean, it, you do lose that. You do lose that. that. I want them to leave with that connection where it's the one person made the difference in their life mm. and they're going to call them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they feel that connection. I want them to feel the connection. So the biggest challenge with a team is not losing your people's connection. Because you, if you don't have that connection, it won't matter if you call four times a year yeah. because you don't have the connection. You're just somebody calling on the phone. Well, your you your best bet, yeah, your best bet is going to be to like they're my Facebook friends. They they want to they they want to know what's happening with my life, and I want to know what's happening with their life. Mm. So let's get in some nitty gritty, Allison. So so like, what was your ECI last year? Your ego commission income, or your you know what? Normal people call gross commission income. About nine twenty. Okay, and what was your profit margin? Profit margin is about sixty percent of that. Okay, so six five fifty something like that. You pulled you pulled in, which is good. Correct. And uh, how many houses was that? That was about, I believe, about ninety eighty seven to nine about ninety ninety one houses. Wow. And what would you say, how many of those were listings and how many were buyers? Probably about 65 were buyers. I mean, uh, listings. Listings. Good for you. 
Yeah, we're I, my main focus is listings. Focus on the listings. And and how do you focus on the listings? Large farm, door knock, phone calling, great listing presentation. It doesn't matter how strong of a farmer you are, they're probably still going to interview two or three people. Mm. You've got to have a great listing presentation to show them why you're the one to sell their house. What is different about you? What do you offer them that the other agents are not offering them? What kind of marketing are you doing? Yeah, your unique selling Thanks. proposition, right? You're every, right. Uh, okay. Making you stand out. Wow. Okay, so we're going to talk about all this. So first of all, how, how many houses are in your farm? Currently, I do about 10,000. 10,000 houses. And what does that mean when you say, I do? What does that mean? What do they get? That How do you do we it? A postcard. We, we plan on, in November, this is our planning time right now, and usually Thanksgiving weekend is a huge planning weekend for me. So, you know, we'll celebrate Thanksgiving, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday I'll sit down and say, okay, what is 2017 going to look like? And I've already got some notes on what I'm going to do. But our plan is to get something out there to the people 17 times a year. And the reason it's 17 times a year is because you're going to get busy, hopefully. And if you're swamped June, July, and August, if things are already lined up, it makes it a lot easier to get them out. And by lined up, I mean pick your farming material so that if you're doing a just sold or just listed, you plug it in there. If you're doing a market update, you can plug it in there. All of your ideas are already done for the entire year. So if you're going to do a back-to-school giveaway, it's already done in November for next August. And hopefully when you're busy, even if you miss a couple, you'll still be hitting them 14 or 15 times because that's what's happened over the years is, you know, I started with a farm of 2000, then I went to five. And then mm. when I got my team, I went to 10. Jeez. Okay. So get, and, uh, 14, 15 times, uh, can you just quickly read off or list off? You probably know by now. What what are the things that they're getting exactly every month, essentially? Every month, you know, we try to mix it up a little bit. So they're going to be getting a just listed or just sold on one side of a postcard probably. And then on the other side, like this month, we have the changes in title, you know, in 2001, community property and community property with right of survivorship. What does that mean to people? Because in California, if you held property as community property before and you don't have a trust, then you're going to probate. A lot of people don't know that. So we try to put something that's informative on the back of the card. The month before that, we had a charity event and we raised over $25,000 for charity. So we put, hey, besides real estate, we've raised this much money for these two charities. And on the other side, I just listed or just sold. Then we might do a market update. And we might do, you know, March might be some kind of like contest for clean your garden up or a Home Depot card. You know, August is a back to school card. We've got, you know, some Thanksgivings. We own the wet, the domain um, Win a Turkey, so sometimes we'll give turkeys away for Thanksgiving, and then we have Win a Pie, and it, we don't do it every year, no, because so, people get tired of contests every year, and we kind of, you know, and it's expensive too. If you're going to do it right, like out of ten thousand people, you're probably going to give five to seven gift certificates out of a hundred dollars piece, so that's, you know, 
that's expensive. But in exchange for that, when they go on that website, you're getting their name, their address, their phone number, and their email address. So then what you can do with that email is put them on market snapshot so that they're getting a monthly report mm. from you okay. or a quarterly report from you in the email of what their home is worth. That's great. Target marketing. So so win a pie every hundredth person you pick one and they that fills out this form and and you give them a f- free sweet potato pie or something win a turkey same thing is well like on, win a, like on we might give cherry pies for father's day okay so the win a pie thing might we might do it like once every two years and then we actually give them like a marie calendar's gift certificate so they can go get any pie they want but out of ten thousand postcards realize that you might only have 50 people that sign up so you only not give out one pie. You're giving out about, out of those 50 people, you're giving about 20, 25 pies. Oh, wait a minute. So if you want to make everybody, you know, you want people that signed up, you want them to know that, hey, you have a really good chance of winning. So they here. don't, they don't know the odds then. No, they don't know the odds, but the know. odds you are very good. Probably 50% of the people that sign up yeah, are winning. I was going to say, because it's like, like you it. know, I mean, if you buy these, you can get gift certificates from Marie calendars or Polly's pies. You can get them bulk. Yeah, sure. So they'll be a little bit cheaper. I was going to say, cause that's, that's, I was going to, and I was like, if a hundred people got to sign up, if my chances are one in a hundred to win a pie, I'm not going to sign up, but they don't know what their chances are. So they're thinking they, they don't know. So they just go in and, and try to win the pie or the Turkey or whatever. Right. And, and then, then the, you have a the, long the, list to put on your on the next month's postcards. You can say the following people want a pie, you know. Oh, Peter I see. Bill, Bill C. Congratulations. Five so people, then they can see that five people, people actually win. Five people one pies. And they're like, wow, five people on DeBoyer won a pie. That's pretty cool. Okay. And then market snack, snapshot. Tell me, tell me how you utilize that and, and what you tell the people every month when this comes out. Usually if they haven't, you know, if they've signed up for a contest, it'll be a quarterly market snapshot that goes out to them. Cause I don't want to overwhelm them with, you know, junk email. Yeah. <laughs> I truly want to know that they're opening it. If I see they don't open it for two, two times, then I'll just take them off the list. Because we want people that are, you know, motivated and are looking at those values and we know that they enjoy the report. And if somebody, you know, is interested in selling their home, but probably not till next year, then they're going to be a monthly report. Okay. And what do you do differently to make yourself stand out as the neighborhood special? What is this anyways? This 10,000 houses, is it a neighborhood? Is it a zip code? How How do you define it? It's um, a city. It's all in Lakewood. Lakewood. How do you and define yourself as the Lakewood before. specialist? Or That's you know. basically 80% of myself are in Lakewood. Okay. And we're right next to Long Beach. The other 20% are in Long Beach. Maybe 30. Maybe it's 70-30. But I really try not to leave my area. Okay. I decided a long time ago, people were like, oh, you could sell million dollar houses. You could do this. And it's like, you are best selling in the area, one that you know best. And where you can dump the most money to actually make a difference. Remember that the wider you spread yourself, the harder it is going to be to make an impact. And so if you take, if you as a new agent have $500 to spend and you buy two zip codes in Zillow, you've just weakened your positioning. And it's like you should have bought 
two zip code, one zip code, code, two spots, or buy one zip code and then add some farming to that and add something else in that area Mm. so that people actually see, hey, over and over again, this area, right? I don't, I don't go an hour away to sell a house. I don't do that. Couple things. My office is located right smack in the middle of my farming territory. I live in my farming area. Super easy to get materials out because it's like you get up in the morning, you can pass out your materials if you want, you can knock on doors. Everything is right there. And then all the advertising is right there. So So it's like. How often are you knocking on doors? Whenever I have time. Usually, probably couple times a month, three to four hours. I don't have a lot of time because I'm doing a lot of listings. Yeah. But still have to get out there and let people see your face. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you brought up Zillow. I wanted to uh, play this. I thought this was neat. You have a, you know, you pay extra to have an ad run on Zillow, which is a video of you. Let me play yours. Hold on. That's a product they started about I would say a year ago. Hi, I'm Allison Van Wig, Van Wig and Associates with Keller Williams. I've been serving the Long Beach and Lakewood area for over 27 years. We have marketing that is very strong. Over 900 different internet sites when we advertise your home. So we're posting onto Craigslist every 48 hours, Pinterest, Instagram. Our marketing is trying to appeal to the younger group, the middle group, and the older group. The older group being over 65, we even have some newspaper advertising. If you want to make the best move of your life, let us work for you. That's been my motto for 27 years. I believe that buyers and sellers that come to us, we work for them. If we don't do our job right, we don't have a job. What we offer is service, marketing, internet, and really making our clients understand the process and making the clients happy. I really know my market. I really know my product. I know where we need to advertise. I know who's buying these homes. Your home is one of your most valuable assets. Before you make that decision on which agent you're going to use, please give me a call. I want you to see the marketing I have to offer. I want you to get the most money for your home. I want to work for you. That's awesome. Okay, and, and you know, it was a, basically it was two minutes, right? And you just said, I want to work for you. I want, call me. I want to at least talk to you. And you basically mm-hmm. gave a very solid two-minute listing presentation for anybody that is looking at you on Zillow. Now, how is that done for you? You know, you're not going to know what you get from one product on Zillow. It's like they might watch that video, then they see an ad, and then they get a farming piece. Mm, okay. And they're like, bang, then you get your call. So it's not one thing. You can't say, okay, this ad is really doing well for me. I do know that it's strong and think about all the different areas you can use that ad. Mm. That's true. You could use it many different websites. You can even just Every time you go out on a listing presentation, you can send that to those clients. Ahead of time. Yeah. And now before the call, you had mentioned that that ad, if someone goes on Zillow and actually watches that, when they log on to Facebook, it'll retarget and they'll start seeing your face again. Is that right? Correct. What Zillow has just started last week, actually, is a retargeting program. So if you have, if someone goes in that 90712 area of Lakewood and says, hey, I want to buy a house. It grabs that IP address 
and then shows your ad in front of them again on Facebook. Hmm. That's great. <laughs> I mean, of course, you pay for that, right? You pay for it. Yes, you pay for it. And again, it's like, we'll see what the results are. Wh- like, what, usually what's it we'll cost? try something for. It's, it, you're going to be paying for that video ad anyway. Yep. So it, depending on what zip code you're having showing it in and how many times it's showing is what your cost is. And then you pay for the Facebook advertising separately. I mean, they have packages as low as like $120. Got it. So you get what you pay and for. Then, you can pay big bucks. And then next thing you know, they can't, get, they can't run pay, away from Allison. And see, that's, an, that's another thing about niche. Your niche marketing is for the beginner agent. It's easier to get into that niche because instead of spending $500 and covering Los Angeles County and hoping I get a listing 30 minutes away, I'm only covering one zip code, hoping I get a listing five minutes away. So your demographics all of a sudden have like, instead of advertising to a million people, I'm advertising to 10,000 people. You, You can spend less money and be showing more to those people. Right. And you probably drive past the house on the way home. You know, you can, it's easier for you to door knock. It's easier for you to drop stuff off. It's easier for you to go over there. And and when you list the house or talk to them about listing, easier for you to know more people that surround them. Oh, you know, I sold the such and such's house. I sold the such and such's house and, and build commonality that way. Talk to me about the listing presentation because you've, you've stated that your listing presentation is super solid. And what do you put into that time when you're there in front of someone's in front of somebody thinking about selling that other agents don't? What are your USPs? You're pr- you've only got so much time. Figure 40 minutes to an hour, you're going to lose their attention. They have a lot of things to do. So you want to one, take a look at the house, two, realize that home pricing is not just based on square footage. It's based on home improvements, floor plan, ambience of the home, location of the home, and trying to get that across to the people. And then what makes you different than in the other agent? So in the listing presentation that you have, you want to have your materials that you know the other person isn't going to have. So how do you know that? I don't know that. I just know, I think that, you know, one of the things that I teach new agents is know your competition. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go into an area and you're going to start farming, Google that agent's name, try to learn everything you can about that agent mm. and make sure that you have at least a product that's as strong as them. And then think about different ways that you can do things that will make you stronger. Yeah. I so lo- you don't know that your competition doesn't have the same thing, but I highly doubt it. Because I've gone above and beyond. Yeah. And you could, number one, you could ask, you know, who else are you talking to? But if you don't want to, you, like you said, you could just kind of figure out who the neighborhood specialists are, or who else is in that neighborhood that you compete with. Google, Google them, see what they offer. You know, you could find, you know, all their unique selling propositions or all of what they're bragging about online just by doing 20 minutes of research and then try to add things strategically to beat them. So give me an idea of some things that you've added to strategically beat your competition. So 
the Zillow ad, okay, and the retargeting. Some agents don't even know what retargeting is. And it's like it's getting more and more common, and it's a huge, powerful tool. But it's like that would be something you could educate yourself on because I guarantee that even though Zillow is offering the product, it usually takes about six to eight months for everyone to catch up. So, you know, that's that's great right now. That'll be my new product to offer my clients for the next five or six months. But after four months, I better be thinking, what else can I offer? Mm. Because the stuff that you offered 10 years ago, doesn't even some of it doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> like, you know, when you walk into that house and say, oh, yeah, I do a full page ad in the uh, newspaper. It's like nobody reads the newspaper anymore. <laughs> so it's like that's not going to be. That's it's, not going to appeal. It's and it's like the, most of your people, half of them may not be computer savvy. But when you ask them the last time they looked at a paper, it's like unless they're 80 years old, they're, they're reading stuff on their pad. They're looking at the TV. They're listening to the radio. We have so many different things coming at us now that it's like what are the things coming at you that you're using to put yourself in front of these people? And it's, um, you know, we do the texting codes. We do, we do a whole pack of, like, flyers, postcards, door hangers that we, you know, we show them that we put around the, the neighborhood. Visuals. Take tons of visuals. Because I always tell people when I go for a listing presentation that, oh, yeah, the agent will tell you they do it if you bring up some of my marketing. But if they don't show it to you, then they're not doing it because it's like, if they're doing it, they're going to want to show you the samples. Of course. Yeah. They, they say. And so the better, we do the that more. Too. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. So what do you do if someone says, Hey, you know, I want you to take care of my uncle. He's about 40 minutes from here. And obviously he's not in Lakewood or Long Beach. 40 minutes. You know what? I'm not going to be doing them any favors by taking that listing. And I know it's hard for a new agent to do this. Okay, because it's like you need the money and it's like sometimes you'll do it because you need the money. But if you are two to three years in the business and really want to focus, being 40 minutes away is going to stop you from focusing on your business here and servicing your business here the way you want to service it. The only thing we have to offer is service and the way we treat people. Like when you are busy and you feel that pressure because people are like, but I have to close and I have to have this and I have to have that. Remember, that pressure is a privilege, mm. okay? They hired you because they believed in you. If you take that listing 40 minutes away, you cannot be there within five or 10 minutes when somebody pulls up at that sign and says, hey, I want to see this house. Can you be here in five or 10 minutes? I have my lunch break. You cannot do an open house and effectively tell people all the fun stuff there is to do in the area. You can't sell that house for top dollar. So if you take that listing, you're not doing those people a favor. And I actually tell them, let me get you an agent that works this area. These are the reasons why. Hmm. Yeah, of I course. want yeah. my listings to be five to 10 minutes away from me. I want to be able to make sure if they're vacant, they're locked up. 
Make sure that the grass is green. Make sure the grass is cut. Make sure that there's no vandalism. Make sure that if somebody pulls up at that property, I can be there within five or ten minutes to show them. If they're out of flyers, I can do it this afternoon. Hey. If I everything, I can service because it's right there. It's easier for me to service it. The further away you are, the harder it is for you to service that listing. And the simpler it is for you to be an expert, both for the buyers and the sellers. And like you said, it's generally not one thing that's going to work that's going to get them. When, when you're a true rock star farming agent, they know you for three or four reasons. And this, the retargeting is brilliant because there goes the second one. And the third one will maybe be a sold sign that they drive past with your name on it. Where before, if they had just driven past the sold sign with your name on it, they might not even have paid attention. But since they'd seen you twice already, they're like, that's the lady that I see on Facebook. And that's the lady that I watched her video when I was looking for a house for my sister or just, or you know, looking for myself. You know, I mean, right. that's, uh, right. yeah. And we try not to do too much advertising of me versus me and the house. Hmm. Explain okay? that. We don't, want, we don't want people seeing Allison, 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 Allison. We want people say, saying, Allison has another house. Allison has another house. Allison has another house. Because when they go to sell their house, we don't want them to think Allison advertises herself. We want them to think Allison advertises my house. Well, that, 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 so that's a big... the more advertising you can get out there with the house and you, the better it's going to be. Well, that's a, that's a big, like, big question because a lot of top agents, you know, with huge teams, people look at them and say, man, he, he or she's an egomaniac. You know, their, their head on this ad is as big as the photo of the house. So uh, how do you do that consciously? How do you consciously always have a, a house equal or, or bigger than you? And I'm not saying bigger like in an ad sense. I'm just saying you're a, just putting your name, the house and you there every single time. Because my main focus is I want them to see those Lakewood and Long Beach homes. I want them to know that I work this area and they want, I want them to remember me. So it's like when we do those Facebook ads, Yes, they're going to be seeing my video after they click on the ad about the house. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to see the house first. So if they're, if they're sitting at Facebook and they're seeing houses, they're seeing a house, my name, a house, my name, then they click on that Good and stuff. then they see my page. It's like we really want them to see that we advertise our houses and we put them first. Yeah. I love it. And I love the concept too, because if I was selling my house... I'd want that to be, I want the house to be first and Allison to be second, you know? Right. And, and I think right. it's great if you could explain that too at the listing presentation and they go, you know what? You're right. Because the other guy, all I see is his face and I, you know, the, the house is secondary. Correct. It's like you want your house when, when you're the seller, you want to be the one whose house is up there. Yeah. That in of itself is a, is a strategy for you to get listings because you can, you know, state that, but at the same time, it's true. It helps the seller, and you're working for the seller to get their household. Right. Yeah, that's great. Well, well, Allison, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to come on the show. I'm going to put all of Allison's information on hybendigital.com backslash Allison Van Wig, and it's A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Van, V-A-N-W-I-N. 
G. Allison, thanks so much for all you shared. Best of luck to you. If I'm ever out in your area, I will definitely look you up. We can get together and break some bread. All right. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.